0: Hey Kuyon, on this episode, me and Hey Corey, we talking about grilling and chilling. Mother's Day just passed, so we had to put some extra special food on the grill for our lovely brides. So we go in depth on those foods and we even give you a little barbecue sauce surprise. I just want to warn you that this episode made me a little bit hungry and it may do the same for you. Kuyon Classroom's in the session and I'm about to learn you with Thing of drink. Don't know how
1: to put this. But I'm
0: kind of a big deal. Hey Corey. Hey E Rock. What's up, ball? Uh nah, nud. Yeah, we back at it again. Gonna get another little podcast in. We kinda we were slacking a little bit last week. Both of us were super busy, couldn't find some extra time to get a podcast in. So that was like the first week since we started where we didn't have anything. But we're back again, so yeah. Hopefully, you know, life yeah. gets in the way sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, between work, soccer, and you know everything else going on in my end, I know you got kids and stuff. It's just been a little hectic week, but anyway, we back. So this was kind of one thing I wanted to touch on. First of all, is today is actually Tuesday. This will be coming out soon, but Sunday was Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and um, you know, gotta love them mothers. Gotta take care of our wives, our wives, our mothers. And other people's mothers. And that's what's cool about our group is that, you know, we're all kind of tight. So we appreciate one another. We know everybody's mothers and stuff like that. So what kind of stuff did y'all do for Mother's
1: Day? Well, you know, um, so I don't know about what they do in other parts of the country, but I know here every holiday revolves around food, right? So we cooking. we cooking, of course. Um, and a little bit different this year. You know, typically we'll try to go. Uh, Brennan likes to go find some place to eat brunch or something like that. and uh, But this year she just wanted to hang out by the house. Um, beautiful day. And she wanted um, artisan wood-fired pizzas on the Kamado. So that's Ooh. what we did.
0: I know that those those pizzas on your on a kamado are fantastic, but what makes them artisan? Because I make them myself. Oh, okay. I don't know what that word means. I've I don't heard, know. I've heard it a bunch of times, but it sure does sound a little bougie. But I digress. It was Mother's Day. You got to be bougie. Yeah, exactly. We had it, mimosas and all that kind of stuff too. Oh, yeah, so. fun. Yeah, we were kind of low key too. Nicole said she didn't really want to do anything. She just wanted to hang out, uh, which I totally appreciate, and that's kind of what we did. We just barbecued a little bit. Uh, But for my mother-in-law, Nicole's mother, they wanted to go to Middendorf's. So we actually went across the lake and went to Middendorf's. That was my first time being over there, which is pretty cool. Like the place was real cool. They got a real nice setup, and it was the one in Slidell over by Oak Harbor. So it's all brand new, kind of fancy pants. It was real nice. And we sat outside. The weather was beautiful. But I'm not a huge fan. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, it was good. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know if I'm just going to make another hour long trip just to go to Middendorf's, you know? Fried seafood. Yeah, they had, well, their specialty is like thin fried catfish. Yeah. And it was good. It was crispy. It was fried right. It was really, really nice. But I'm just not a huge fan. I like a little more meat in my catfish. I like my my catfish a little more thick, like with two C's. Yeah. But, you know, it's whatever. Nicole had some kind of little, like a stuffed shrimp. Those are really good. Kind of oniony, but I like it oniony. I'm sure some people probably wouldn't like it. Like not even oniony, but like the green onion, you know how it's got that oh, green onion yeah, flavor? Yeah. Hmm. But it was still pretty good. But like I said, driving an hour over there, I don't know if I'd really go back. Yeah. You could drive 15 minutes to Spars and get you some thin fry, fried yeah. catfish. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, like I said, I like them a little more ticker anyway. So yeah. I'm going with the, the two C's on the catfish. So then we had soccer, of course, later on that afternoon. This was on Saturday. And then Saturday evening, we actually met my mom for sushi. She wanted to go meet with sushi. So my brother and all them, we all met them and had some sushi because, oh, I love me some sushi. Mm-hmm. And yep. Fujiyama right here in Booty, oh, they just, they're killing it. I love it.
1: And then you came to my house. Yep. Then we came to your house, had, had a couple, couple drinks. of
0: drinks. Yeah. And Breno was making cupcakes for Emmy's birthday. That's right. That's right. Mother's Emmy's,
1: Day was also Emmy's
0: birthday. Yep. Yeah, another teenager in your house. 13, oh. yep, yep. Watch out. But I was able to sample some of the... Actually, you know, Brenna was making stuffed cupcakes.
1: Yeah, they were Chantilly lace stuffed uh, cupcakes. They were stuffed with like some berries stuff. I don't know.
0: I know, and I was kind of actually impressed. She made everything, all the little berry juicy sauce, whatever the hell you call it. She cut the little holes out in the cupcake and, and filled them up in there. So they, they were actually really good.
1: But y'all weren't having a real party. Y'all were just making no. them for... Just, you know, because it happened to be her birthday the same day as Mother's Day. It was just, hey, we're doing Mother's Day, and and we'll sing Happy Birthday. I think we sang Happy Birthday already on three or four different occasions. Yeah. And we'll do it again this weekend. Oh, yeah, because y'all having a little celebration for this weekend? Uh, she's taking... we we taken a few of her friends camping oh. this weekend. Oh, yeah, Ashlyn
0: did mention that, yeah. Fun, fun.
1: Well... Speaking of cooking on
0: Mother's Day, that was kind of what did I wanted to talk about. What did I want to What did I just say? What did I want to Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about was some cooking stuff because I think it's very interesting. You have something called the Kamado, mm-hmm. Ka- or Kamado Joe is what they call it. That's actually. the brand that I have, yeah. yeah. Yeah, talk to us a little bit about that because I'm sure some people who have watched my TikToks, they've seen some of the videos that we made, but that right, thing you got is absolutely amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's just a ceramic egg cooker, right? So you got green eggs, you got Kamado Joe, you've got, you know, tons of different different ones. Um, I ended up getting the Kamado Joe XL, which is a big one. And, um, and you can just do, there's so many accessories that are made for it. You can just cook just about anything on it. But when you cook over uh, lump wood charcoal and you're using wood and fire, man, Food just comes out amazing on it. Now and this thing is is basically is,
0: it's it's kind of compared to a green egg, right? Doesn't have, mm-hmm. a lot of people probably know what the green egg is. It's more like a egg
1: shaped porcelain. It's, the same thing. it's just red. It's just red. Pretty much. But it's a porcelain a, ceramic. It's a it's ceramic. A, yeah. It's a very thick ceramic, insulated barbecue pit. Yeah. Smoker, grill, mm-hmm. all of the above. Pizza oven. Rotisserie, just anything you want to do on it. it has all kind of accessories. So that's when we talked about doing the pizzas. You know, um, there's an accessory that comes that that you can buy for the Kamado Joe brand, which um makes it kind of like a pizza oven where the lid comes down and has an opening just like you would see at a pizza oven and you're you're using wood fire underneath it. So It kind of props open the the top almost like yep. a little Pac-Man mouth. Exactly, yep. Yep, yeah, and it's uh, it's got a big pizza stone inside, and man, I get it up to probably about 600 degrees, and um, make the dough myself. You know, put all the toppings on whatever you want. Every, just everybody came over and let them make their own pizzas.
0: Yeah, and that's actually what's part of the fun too. And now we're talking about that. The first time that we had this done, we did it at your house. You made a whole bunch of the dough. Yep, and you let everybody make their own pizza. So we the kids were having a blast. Shit, I was having a blast. You know, kind of kneading it out. You can make a thin crust, a, a thicker crust. We tried all kind of different things, buttering it up, putting on the sauce that you wanted, lots of different meats, pepperoni, bacon, cheeses. You even had some fancy cheeses. Like, y'all was trying to be bougie out there, which that's always nice.
1: We did make some bougie pizzas uh, on Sunday, too, like a, what do they call margarita pizza. Or something. I don't know if that's the right name, but it had, you know, the fresh medallions of mozzarella cheese and basil and olive oil and all that stuff. That's what Brenna wanted and tomatoes and things. But, man, when that thing's at 600 degrees, it doesn't take long to cook a pizza. You throw nope. it in there, five, six minutes, you got to keep an eye on it, um, and, and it's done, man. Crispy crust, and, man, it's so good. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That's literally one of the best
0: pizzas that I've had. And it's just funny that, you know, we're not even pizza professionals, but, you know, we making pizzas in your house, throwing it on a Kamado, And they come out that good?
1: Yeah. So that's what we did Sunday. And it was, uh, oh, it was, it was so uh, my mother-in-law hadn't had it that way before. And and my brother-in-law, and they came over and had that. And the pizza was phenomenal. They loved it. Of course. Really easy
0: to make, too. Yeah. Now, what we wound up doing was we did chicken wings. So the interesting thing is that Nicole is actually the chef in this house. Uh, and while I know how to cook some things, it's kind of limited. She like loves toast. all those stuff. Yeah, I can cook toast and water and mac and cheese, you know. But Nicole is the chef in this household. So she wanted to cook for her Mother's Day. That's you know, She just enjoys all that stuff. So don't come at me, y'all. But she asked me what, what I wanted. So, of course, I told her, well, whatever you want. So you're cooking as your Mother's Day. She was like, no, just whatever you want. So I'm like, okay. I said, give me them chicken wings, girl. Yeah. Now the interesting thing about the chicken wings. So we have a pit boss, which we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, we we always like cooking stuff out in the backyard. But we used to just smoke everything, and then we had like a little cheap barbecue pit. Well, one day she wanted to go get one of those pellet grills, so we bought the pit boss, and that was probably one of the best purchases we could have had as far as foods concerned. Well, one day she went and bought a whole bunch of chicken wings and was gonna put chicken wings on it. And I've never really been a big fan of chicken wings. But what I realized after was, well, that's probably because I just didn't find a chicken wing that I actually liked. Because, you know, for me, it was something like you go to Hooters, you get chicken wings, Mm -hmm. and they got buffalo sauce on them. And that just ain't for me. Like, I I don't like all that buffalo sauce. It's just just not my jam. But, bro, when she put, uh, I guess you would call it, naked chicken wings on the grill. Yeah. Dude, I've been obsessed. Like, I've been getting, that's all I want is chicken wings on the grill.
1: Yeah, I throw them on the Kamado too, you know, all the time, Um, do chicken wings on that thing, and I'll have a, but make them just like that, you know, naked chicken wings with that smoke flavor, put a little bit of seasoning on them, and, and that's about it. Yeah, the cool
0: thing about that pit boss is that there's like this little contraption on the side of it. It's like a big old box, and you put in these little wood pellets, which is basically like pressed. Um, it's just wood, I guess, but maybe yeah. probably like little sawdust kind of thing. They just press it and then they'll have different flavors. You can, you can get maple, apple, cherry, all kind of different flavors of the wood. And this thing is kind of like a combination. It's like a smoker, a griller, and you can do both. So you can either have it on a really high temperature with low smoke. You can put it at a really low temperature, like 200 degrees with really high smoke and this thing, you just plug in, play, you know, turn the dial to the temperature you want, put it on the setting that you want, and it'll control everything for you. It's got a, you know, the thermometer and all on it, just yeah. almost like just set it and forget it. So that's what's really cool. Well, that's what Nicole loves
1: about it, of course. Mine's a little bit more labor intensive. Yeah, but I do have an electronic controller as well that makes it just like that.
0: Yeah, and the interesting thing too is while mine is really good. Yours is like super good and it's almost one of those where the more you work for it the better it tastes. Like you, yours does have a little edge as far as that concerned, but as far as sheer convenience, oh yeah. That pit boss is hard to beat. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And it wasn't even really that expensive. We didn't get the huge one that they make. This one was probably, man, I don't know, 400 bucks, 450, 500, something like that. Relatively ex- uh, inexpensive considering how expensive that Kamado is. Yeah,
1: I'm not going to say how much I paid for the uh, Kamado Joe XL, but you can Google it. Yeah, just go ahead. It's worth a Google. <laughs> well, the interesting thing, thing too,
0: is we're talking about those chicken wings. We have an, an interesting sauce story yep. when it comes to chicken wings. So, you know, me being um, quote unquote TikTok famous, however you want to say it, having a lot of followers, people send me stuff all the time. And I and I definitely appreciate it, but sometimes, you know, it, it can be a little overwhelming, like it just it, I mean, everything from pictures to stickers to letters, and I love all of it. But one one person in particular sent me his entire lineup of his homemade barbecue sauces. Now, he has an interesting name. It is Saucy Pigeon Sauces. Yeah. I, I don't when know. You told me the name, I was like, "Hmm." Yeah, I don't know what pigeon has to do with anything. I'm sure, you know, some thought went into this. But when I think about barbecue, I don't think about pigeons.
1: Maybe they like pigeons up there wherever he's from. I don't know. Maybe it's a pigeon. Maybe there's a pigeon river or a pigeon mountain range or something. Who knows? Yeah, I'm sure there's definitely... Something behind something the name. Behind we never it.
0: asked. Yeah. So, you know, ultimately, I wasn't super excited to try his barbecue sauces because I was kind of like, eh, you know, it's whatever. Well... Nicole puts a whole bunch of wings on the on the grill. Yep. You come over.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nicole is the absolute best, by the way, because she was all into this. But she was just the behind the scenes, the chef, the um, the the wait the waitress. Like she was hooking us up. She took a whole bunch of now we had what was there maybe like eight sauces. Yeah, I think they something sent us. like that. Yeah, it was eight. Eight. So Nicole took eight plates and put like two, two wings on two each wings plate. Two wings on each plate. Yep. With the different sauces on each plate. So that way, every plate corresponded to a barbecue sauce, and we were just going to go through this little carousel and spin them all through. So it was actually kind of fun. Now, we didn't video this or really talk about it a whole lot because, I'm going to be honest with you, I was not expecting a whole lot. And I think you were kind of in the same boat. We were like, like, okay, we'll we'll, we'll taste it. Yeah, we'll we'll keep some dry on the side in case this is a big epic fail because we still need to eat. But So... That is not how it all ended up, though, is no. it?
1: No, no. They were good. They were
0: amazing. Now, some of them I'll pass on. Some of the lighter ones, I, they, I was not really a big fan. But tell them which one we tried first that surprised the hell out of us. Okay. So interesting. One of them was called Bama White. It was. It's a white sauce, which is pretty big in Alabama. I had never had it before. Me either. I've heard about the white sauce, yep. but I never really put two and two together. And when we first, when Nicole, that was the plate that was in front of me. And we smelled it. Yeah. And I smelled it. Not like intentionally, but when I sat down, it was there and I was like, what the hell? I thought you like farted or something like, what is that smell? So my first thought was, this can't be good. Like, I mean, spoiled. Yeah. It's not good as in the shit's not good. But then I was like, well, maybe it's just got a little tart to it. I don't know. But there's no way we're going to like it. But what the hell? I'm going to try it anyway. And lo and behold, that Bama white was one of our absolute
1: favorite sauces. That was good. Brenna ends up putting it on a hamburger a couple nights later. I mean, like just putting it on whatever.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of like a mayonnaise base, and I may be misspeaking, but... um, Yeah, we don't know what's in it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not even going to try. I'm a big dummy. I'm not from Bama. I barely know anything about Louisiana, let alone Alabama. But all I know is my tongue enjoyed it, and it was some good. Yeah. So one of the, let's see, the other ones that were really good, one of them was a coffee one, and I forget the name of it. Red Eye. Oh, Red Eye Grind. Yeah, that's right. Red Eye Grind. Kind of a coffee base, so it had just a faint coffee taste to it, a little bit sweet, and that one was really good. Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb was my number one. I think your number one was the coffee one, I right? I think it was. So Cherry Bomb, now, Okay. So I'm not a big fan of cherries. I'll eat them, but it's not really something that I want to put in my sauce. So this one had, it was a cherry base, but it had spice in it. I don't know if it was jalapenos or, I don't know, it wasn't jalapenos. I don't know, maybe a habanero pepper. I forget, but it had just a little bit of that spice to it. Mm -hmm. Now, if it was me, if I was doing it, I'd have kicked it up a notch because I like it a little bit more spicy, but sure, that thing was good, Bob.
1: Yeah, they were. I had some good stuff. We, we were quite impressed by these sauces. Matter of fact, while we were um, eating the wings, trying the sauces, of course we drinking a, a beer or two, right? Of course. And um, so we gave it a Google, Saucy Pigeon Sauces. I found a phone number, and I called it. I don't even know what time it was, maybe 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, it was a little bit later. And um, they didn't answer, um, but he ended up calling us back. Yep. And I guess it was basically his cell phone. And yeah. uh, he was on his way back from dinner. And, and we had a good conversation for, for about 15 minutes or so with him and uh, learned a little bit about him and just complimented him on his on his sauces and, and told him our story and how much we liked him. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, and
0: I think that's the interesting part that I definitely want to get across is you and I have been wanting to do this for a while because he actually sent them months ago. But I just never really had the right time or, you know, wanted to kind of I mean I definitely wanted to shout him out because while he sent them now here's the cool thing most people send me stuff without any other um like you know they don't really you can just have it I just send it to you because I enjoy your stuff you don't have to promote any of this if you don't want to and that's stuff that I definitely appreciate but whenever there's things that I really like or I really enjoy I'm gonna shout it out because yeah I mean dude I have to. So we told him that day, like, we're definitely going to do it one of these days. And I thought this was just the perfect time to do that. So while he sent it to me without any expectations, he was like, look, these are just your sauces. If you enjoy them, great. You know, if not, I just want you to have them anyway. I enjoy your stuff. But Lord have mercy. that I'm, Look, I don't even have any. Matter of fact, I got to make an order. I don't even have any more of that cherry bomb because I drank it. I drank it all. Listen to me. You may have. Well, I mean, basically, it's a liquid. It is on your mouth. So you're drinking it. But. Yeah, so I ate it all. I only have a little bit of that Bama White left over. And, um, oh, the mustard one. We forgot to talk oh, about yeah, that. yeah, Mama's mustard. That thing's good, too. So I'm going to have to make another order one of these days, but we definitely wanted to give a little shout-out to Saucy Pigeon Sauces. Yeah. Now, you can go to their website, saucypigeonsauces.com. Check out all their stuff there. They even have, like, a little sample pack you can buy if you wanted to just try it. Relatively cheap. It's, like, three or four different flavors, so definitely go check that out
1: so i looked not too long ago and he's got a couple of new flavors that we did not get to try but that sounded really good do you remember what they were no oh i go on his website
0: yeah we we could probably pull it up and look at it but we'll do that later so but you know one of the other things that i absolutely love if we're talking about cooking stuff on the pit is another thing that you do in the kamado and
1: that is smash burgers oh yeah Man, that's so good, you know, um, basically, you know, I guess like kind of like a five guys burger, but you know, there's a huge barbecue TikTok, so I watch it all the time and people, many versions of smash burgers and people ask questions, well, why would you want to smash the burger meat, You're getting all the juices out? I, I hear you, but don't overcook it. Um, what the smashing does is number one, you want to buy 80, 20 ground meat. You, you want that fat content because you are smashing it. Um, you make two to three-ounce balls, maybe four-ounce, depending on how big you want it. Um, I made three-ounce the other day, and um, all you do is make the ball. You put some salt on it. You don't pack it real real um, heavy, and you want to throw it on some cast iron. You can put it on uh, other surfaces, but cast iron is, is where it's at. So I've got a cast iron griddle, flat griddle that goes on the Kamado, and put a little bit of oil on there. And just smash that sucker down. You can smash it with a spatula. I have a little cast iron smashing tool, and um, you cook it for two minutes on that one side, and it's gonna get a real crust on the yeah. outside. That's that's what's so good about yep. the
0: smash burger is that little crust.
1: Flip it over a minute on that side, on on the other side, and then and then it's done. So it takes three minutes, and then you start stacking them up, putting cheese, you grill onions and mushrooms and whatever else to put on top. You know all the, all the toppings and everything, and man, it just comes out so good and then uh usually put it on a, a brioche bun what i didn't do and because i forgot to is uh usually like to put a little bit of butter on that cast iron and toast those brioche buns makes oh, it yeah. so much better yep. forgot i was in the middle of doing that trying to do boot and cook 37 yeah. hamburgers for everybody there so um we'll, we'll just, give you a pass this time yeah. this time only yeah we'll we'll do a little smaller venue next time and and we'll we'll Toast those buns, but man, the smash burgers are just. It's so good. Yeah.
0: And, you know, we made a TikTok about it and I posted it. And of course, they got a bunch of knuckleheads out there that, you know, they get on me about, oh, you shouldn't be smashing a, a burger, kind of like you're saying. uh, You shouldn't be putting ketchup on there. You don't need to do this. You don't need to do that. Look, I get it, but this is my tongue, y'all. I could do whatever the hell I want. I yeah. My, there is no right or wrong way. Like, your way doesn't mean that I'm doing it the right way. But, In one sense, I get it though, because if you think about an actual big thick burger, a big juicy meat, you definitely don't want to press it because you're pressing the juices. I get it. But this This is a a different different kind of burger. Yeah. It's just a different style. That's it. You know that you smash it down, but like you said, you don't overcook it. So it's still juicy. It's juicy as all get out. But that little bit of a thin crust. It's just a completely different experience.
1: Different flavor. Yeah. We still eat thick burgers. Nicole yeah, smokes some fantastic big old thick yeah. juicy burgers my wife that we makes, eat.
0: That's one of my favorites. She makes these real big thick old patties, puts them on a smoker, and those things are fire. But it's completely it's a different, thing. different taste. Sometimes you
1: want to eat that burger. Sometimes you want to eat the smash burger. Exactly.
0: You know, just like...
1: You like your meat thin? You like your meat thick? It's all up to you. It's right. your tongue. I mean, some people eat thin crust pizza. Some people eat thick crust. It's the same thing. It's just you might yeah. want a different one a different day. Yeah, I just get a kick out of it because people just get so butt hurt about the silliest things. Let me tell you something. You want people to get butt hurt on barbecue TikTok? Go make a brisket video and smoke a brisket. And do something stupid other than no. what they do in Texas. No, that's the and holy you're gonna grail. And you're going to get blasphemed. Oh, for sure. So, look, I, 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 we do a lot of cooking over here in Cajun country, and, and we we have a lot of uh, good food. But when it comes to the experts, as far as brisket goes, I don't mess with... I, I watch Aaron Franklin videos. I, I do it the way they do it in Texas. It's salt and pepper and... I don't wrap it until the end, and I wrap it in butcher paper. I follow all the rules, and uh, and you do a video, and somebody, man, you can cook anything, but briskets, real people are really touchy about it. They see one thing that they think you did wrong, and they're gonna eat you alive.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I get it. It's it's kind of funny, but you know, sometimes it's like, hey, look, we're amateurs here. We are not barbecue kings, but I get it. Yep. I mean, you even made. You made a brisket one time. I made that, a few that you got from, you know, Texas TikTok or like yep. whoever you were yep. talking about just now. Cause we talked about that when you were making it. Yep. And it took all night and you wrapped it up and you had done some things that I didn't even know was a thing. I'm like, what in the hell? Why are you doing this? Why are you wrapping it in paper? <laughs> what is yeah. going on? You, now you're putting it in an ice chest. What the hell? So I just thought it was very interesting, but I get it. And I'm gonna be honest with you. That was probably the best brisket I've ever eaten before. So. It's pretty fancy, and it's like Gonzo. You know, Gonzo. He's, oh yeah, he's done a lot of studying, and he's gone that way. And his barbecue is absolutely amazing. Yep. So I get that. You know, you get an expert in your field, and you take pride in it, and all. But hey, look, I'm just small time, small backyard barbecuers. Yeah, exactly. We ain't so trying to teach you how cut to us do a it. Little bit We're slack. just
1: showing you how we do it.
0: Yeah, and I mean that kind of it makes me think about the other TikTok we did with the golfing thing. We, you know, making this little joke about. You know, teeing off from the green and just, you know, tapping it in the hole. It's amazing how many people got their panties in a wad just because we making a silly TikTok. It's yep. just like, hey, look, it, I, we know the rules. Like if, if some people were correcting us and saying, no, that's not, you got to go re-tee from the teeing area. So okay, then
1: I, I went on there and made a comment. We know you have to re-tee from the teeing area. It's a parody, it's a joke. And I probably got like, uh, I don't know, 50,000 likes on that comment. Yeah. And a lot of people accepted that and said, okay, well, that's cool. You know, it's funny, but they still got some people that get butt hurt over it. Yeah,
0: and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with people coming and saying, well, you know, if this is the right way. It's not, uh, not this way. And look. It wasn't a golf tutorial. Yeah, exactly. That's okay. It was a joke. I'm just saying, hey, look, it's a joke. But there are some knuckleheads out there that just... They can't help themselves. They got to berate you or just say, this This is not funny. This is stupid. This, the first six times I saw this joke, blah, 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 blah. All right, bro. Like just swipe up. Yeah, you know, just swipe swipe it aside. Go on to the next video. Whatever. And it's, it's no big deal. Yeah. So, but hey. You there, can
1: hate all you want. That video got 900,000
0: likes. I mean, 900,000 views already. Yeah, exactly. At this time. I'm sure it'll be at a million pretty soon. But it's all in fun. I I appreciate all the interaction anyways. It's just sometimes, you know, I I don't know. I just, what's going through some people's heads. Right, yep. But, um, so back to the whole being on the barbecue pit thing. The other thing that we did that day when we were doing smash burgers is boudin. Mm -hmm. And, you know, boudin is a staple around here. And there's a couple of ways you can eat it. When you go buy it from Best Stop, who is the goat, by the way. If you go to Best Stop Supermarket and you get some boudin, you can eat it right there.
1: Well, they, you know, so they have the hot stuff. And then you can go in the refrigerator and get some refrigerated boudin to, to cook yourself at home. It's all already cooked, though, right? But, yeah, you can go get it, a couple different varieties of boudin, even at Best Stop. You got smoked. You got non-smoked. And then you got it filled with various stuff. You might have jalapeno cheese and stuff like that. But, yeah, you just eat it like that. Yep. But the only thing about that is some people
0: don't like the texture because they got that casing on it. And that casing is... Uh, a lack of better terms it's almost like a condom like you'd have to bite down on it and kind of pull the meat out with your teeth because if you try to bite through that casing it's real chewy yep
1: but that's why we put it on the pit right yeah you can crisp it up and and to where you can just bite through it just like sausage you know get it crispy on the outside yep and then you get that pop
0: the thing just your teeth just pop right through it and then you can chew it so much better oh yeah i think so yeah that that's definitely the way that i prefer it but you know, again, to each his own, but that's another cool thing that we do with the pit and why uh, those pits can just, just about make anything better. What are some other things that we usually cook around here? Like something Louisiana.
1: Louisiana? Mm. Oh, yeah, man. Look, after we went uh, bow fishing with, with Tim. Oh uh, Yes. And uh, get those redfish. And look, you can freeze redfish. I mean, people do it all the time, but ain't nothing better than... Cleaning a redfish, leaving it on the half shell, putting some seasoning, butter, and that kind of stuff, and throwing that on the grill. Man, redfish on the half shell is unbelievable. Right. And explain to people what redfish on the half shell means for those that don't know. So basically, in, when when you're cleaning the, the fish, instead of filleting it to where it's just a slab of meat, you leave it on the scales um, and basically cooks in its own little... Pan right, so you throw that on the grill. Those those um, scales are facing the fire. The meat is facing up, and you put just some Tony Shararigans on there, and some butter and some garlic and whatever else you want to you you flavors you like. Some lemon or something like that, and just let it grill until it gets all white. And what what I do with mine is I score it. I score the meat because you use i, I use a, a typically a, a pretty good size redfish. And I will score the meat in kind of like a little checkerboard fashion. And then I will melt melt butter and put all the seasoning in and just pour that over the fish and let that get into all the meat and everything. Man,
0: unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Just at the time we went bow fishing and we got all them redfish. That's the best thing. Where you go uh, fishing, you harvest a bunch of redfish, you clean them up real good, and then you cook them that day or the next day. Oh, man. You can't get more fresher that's that's the way to go for sure
1: no, a lot of uh, but one other thing that they didn't have on uh, you know that we didn't haven't talked about and we haven't done it yet and i, I would like to do it is um char grilled char grilled oysters ah uh, definitely i haven't done it on the new grill i mean I, i've done it before um but i haven't done it on the new grill and man you get you some oysters and see i don't eat raw oysters I don't yeah. really care for them i know i'm not a huge fan of the oysters either not but char grilled Oh, I can eat Boy, a lot I, of those I'll things. tear them up.
0: I'll tear them up. And some people, it's funny, some people will buy a sack of oysters and sit there in the backyard nah. and just shuck them and suck them. No, sir. And, I mean, yeah, I, I get it.
1: But again, it's not my favorite. I'll
0: eat one or two, but then it's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm out.
1: No, and I don't even want to shuck them even when I'm doing the, the char-grilled oysters. I'll buy the little quart that's already yeah. all cleaned up. And I have some ceramic oyster shells, and I put them in there with my seasoning. Oh, you do her. have those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are pretty cool.
0: I've seen, I've seen those before. But, you know, what we used to do is we would get one of those muffin pans. Yep. That has, like, the individual little muffin things. You'd put a raw oyster in each little muffin pan, muffin hole. And then you'd have your sauce whipped up on the side, and you just pour your sauce in them, and then you throw that on the pit. But basically, kind of the same thing. And
1: so, so yeah. So we know we so a buddy of ours sells those ceramic shells, right? Mike Lofton, Lofton Oysters. The the difference between the muffin tin, which works very well, and the ceramic oyster shells, um, is that number one presentation. Of course, right? if you want to serve the ceramic oyster, it looks like you're actually eating a char grilled oyster. Um, the other thing is that when you use the muffin tin, if you ever watch them do it at, um, Drago's, the flames are coming up, right? Yeah. And the flames are touching the oysters. Well, those oysters in the middle of a muffin tin aren't going to get in touch by any fire. True. The individual ceramic oyster shells is going to act, you're going to cook it very, very similarly to you the, 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 that if you put the regular, just the oyster on the half shell on the grill. Um, so, uh, a little bit different. Presentation, but but you got to wash each one of those individual ceramic oyster shells yep, too. Yeah,
0: definitely a little extra cleanup. But the sauce is what
1: really makes it. it oh yeah, is so so good. Butter, garlic, lemon, parmesan, and then there's all kind of different recipes. You could put sriracha and yep. all kind of crazy oh, yeah. stuff.
0: Of course, yeah, I'm, I'm getting skinnier just thinking about mm-hmm. it. Uh, you know, but one of the other, one of my favorite things that we put on a pit is steaks. But we do ours a little bit different you know, a lot of people will put their steaks on and they got it all mastered and they know exactly how to do it. But for us, we have a little contraption called a sous vide. S-O-U-S-V-I-D-E. So it's French for vacuum. And if you, what we do is we take the steak, we season it up a little bit. And I've made a video in in the past, but you kind of season it up a little bit and you vacuum seal it. Then you have the, uh, what we actually call the sous vide. It is a kind of like a big long shaft kind of deal. And You stick it in a water bath. I made this little ice chest with a hole in it so you can stick it through there and it just sits in there. I have these little pot racks where I can stick the meat in the pot racks to where they're not touching one another. They're kind of standing up uh, vertically. And it's just a water bath. The, uh, The sous vide spins the water, keeps it at a certain temperature. And what's really cool about it is you set the temperature to like, uh, I forget it, maybe like 190 degrees or whatever it is for like a, a medium rare steak. And what it does is it keeps it at that temperature. It cooks the meat through and through. Now, it takes like an hour. 190 so is an overdone well, it's steak. It's not 190. I like forget exactly it is. Like maybe. 129 I think yeah. it might have been. Maybe 129. I just That number just popped in my head. But maybe it's 129 or 127.9. That's there's probably a, a, a lot closer yeah, than 190. There's a 9 yeah. in there somewhere. So, again, I'm not the expert. I I heard a niner in there. Yep, definitely a niner. But it keeps that water temperature perfect, and it cooks the meat through and through. Now, you could eat the steak straight out of the sous vide if you wanted to. But what we do is we put that cast iron skillet on the pit boss and get it to like a blazing 4 million degrees and uh, just put that on there and just sear all the edges, all the outside of that steak, and it is absolutely perfect. Perfectly cooked every single time. You'll never overcook it. Well, I mean, you could overcook it with sear in it, but we don't. Nicole's good at it, so she knows how to do it. But, man, you're talking about just locked in freshness and and flavor and and juiciness. Oh, my gosh, that stuff is so good. That's what most restaurants use. use. Yeah, there's um, Doris Metropolitan in the city. That's good steak. Yeah, they have some of the best steaks over there. I'm, I'm talking like the cuts of meat when you walk into this place. Right on the left-hand side, there's like this huge walk-in... Dry-age case. Yeah, it's a dry-age case. It's all glass um, on the front to where you can see all the meats that they have on there. And it is a sight to see. They got Wagyu over there. They got everything. They got all kind of fancy stuff. But we went there one time because they're they're famous for sous vide in their steak. So it's perfect all the time. And they put like these big old clumps of salt and pepper and all on your plate. So you can actually cut the meat and salt the meat to your liking if you wanted to. So it's just a really cool place. A little expensive, but uh, definitely a cool spot. Still good, yeah. So I think the last thing that we should talk about before we wrap up is the last time that we did a podcast, we kind of talked a little bit about some interaction from some of our fans, sending me emails at heyerock at yahoo.com, going to uh, Anchor and leaving us an actual voice message and stuff like that. Well, we had one guy, Ryan Torres from Vancouver, Washington, uh, actually sent me an email and had a very interesting question, one that I never really thought of, but he asked if there were any regional foods or delicacies in Louisiana that we just won't eat, and you kind of actually touched on that a little bit, right?
1: Yeah, we did. Um, Raw oysters, I just, you know, hey, look, a lot of people say you ain't Cajun if you ain't eating a raw oyster, but I just can't get over the texture. I'm not going to eat a raw oyster.
0: Yeah. I mean, like I said before, I'll eat one or two, but that's about a wrap because that's kind of it for me too. Cubillon is one of the things that I'm not a huge fan of because I'm not, I don't really like tomatoes and that's more of a tomato base. But even still, like if you cook the cubillon, like a redfish cubillon or something like that, I'd probably eat it. Yeah, because I
1: made a sauce becon you ate it. Yeah.
0: But for whatever reason... I'll eat the sauce pecan. And I don't even know really what the what's the difference between a sauce pecan and a cubillon. I'm not smart enough to They're know. They're very that, similar. Yeah, but I'll eat I love crawfish, etouffee um, and and those like alligator um sauce pecan, those kind of things. But anytime there's a coubillon, I don't know what it is. It's just not my favorite. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm just
1: dumb. So kind of oysters for us, and he had a food that he said a lot of people in Oregon. Where he's from don't like, but he loves it. Oh, he's from Washington. Oh, Washington. Yep, yeah. He talked about cheese curds, That's right. Vancouver, Washington. Yeah, yeah, cheese curds, which when and I, I wasn't was, even sure. I'm not even sure what a cheese curd is. Oh yeah,
0: I'm not going to try to explain it because I'm definitely not a northerner. But
1: I've had them before. We,
0: my wife and I, went to Wisconsin for the CrossFit Games, and when we were there, it's, it's a you know cheese country, so we tried some cheese curds, and I think they were fried cheese curds, and they were okay but i don't know i guess it's kind of like everything else you either kind of grow a taste for it or you just kind of love that stuff cuz some of it's kind of sour some of it's tart some of it's really good i don't know it's not i'm not it's not my area of expertise so i don't really want to elaborate on it
1: i will try just about anything i will try just about anything but anything? Uh, I will try to I, I will try eating just about anything. Yeah. Just to taste it. See what, what people, you know, from right. their areas of the country or the world, what's what's something that they eat, delicacy. Look, there's people on TikToks that make videos about people send them stuff from other countries and then some gross shit, but I ain't gonna try none of that. I mean if it's gross no, in I'll your try. country and you won't eat it, then don't send it to me to try it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But there's a lot of people around here
0: that I know of that don't eat crawfish. Yeah. Uh, they don't eat boudin. And, you know, that kind of stuff where it's like, oh, don't take my Cajun card. But, eh, you know, everybody's got their own. Like, my mom is allergic to shellfish. So for the longest Mm. time, she just didn't eat crawfish at all, but she couldn't. So it's just kind of interesting. But just to kind of close up, I want to remind everybody about the St. Charles Parish First Responders Crawfish Cook-Off. June 5th, right? June 5th. It's going to be here in Luling at Monsanto Park off of River Road. So we're going to kind of make this like a... TikTok meet and greet, and also a way to support all the first responders. All the money, uh, all the proceeds go to uh, the first responders. Like I said, it's uh, June 5th, Monsanto Park. It's 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. I'm going to be one of the guest judges there. And we're going to try to have a tent set up with some some merch. We're going to have probably some hats and some koozies and stuff like that. Trying to get some other TikTok creators. I know DJ Rhett's going to be there. He's going to be a judge. Uh, And I don't really want to mention some of the other TikTok creators that I've been talking to because they're not totally sure if they're going to be there. And I don't want to, you know, get people's hopes up and then they not show up. So, But it's $25 at the door, $10 for a child. So come on out, come meet us, come say hi, come support the first responders. And the best part, all you can eat crawfish with your entry fee. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, They're also going to have a lot of
1: fixings and desserts and all kind of stuff. I think you can actually pre-order tickets as well if you wanted to go ahead and get some ahead of time you can do that too
0: yeah it's like twenty dollars and five dollars and you would have to call let's see i'm looking at the the flyer right now natalie robert wright at 504-559-5643 call her and get your pre-sale tickets that's about it y'all i appreciate y'all tuning in and listening spread the word about that june 5th meet and greet crawfish ball thing and until next time, hey, Corey, hey, E-Rock, and say hi to your mom and I'm funny.